Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. Show celebrating us most holy, uh, holiest of the weekends for uh, those of you who are of the Christian faith. Easter uh, Sunday signifying the uh, resurrection. Got a big game coming up with the Mets, y'all. That's a that's a tough game, boy. That I believe it's the only series that we've lost uh, this year have been to uh the New York Mets. We do <laughs> we do sports out there too, y'all. We do sports out here. We uh Had a fantastic week. We we got on with uh, Herman Cain. Y'all know who Herman Cain is, the black gentleman from Georgia who ran. He's a Republican, a conservative Republican, ran for president here uh, in 2012. Out, he, he he didn't make it out the primaries. No, he but but yet and still he did run for president and had a somewhat of a platform and following. We was on it. Anyway, he's got a talk show here in Atlanta. I guess it's uh, syndicated uh, in quite a few more markets. Uh, he took a Neil Bortz. Uh, those of you who listen to talk radio may uh, remember Neil Bortz here in Atlanta. Herman Cain, this black conservative Republican, took his place. He, uh, Built up quite a uh, reputation as an entrepreneur. I mean, uh, what's the pizza company that he turned around? He turned around some pizza company, made millions, and uh, went on into uh, politics. I guess you'd call it politics. Never been elected to anything, but but that's the face of a political uh, career. Have you never been elected to any political office? But we'll just say he had uh, political ambitions. Anyway, he's got a pretty big following on uh, talk uh, conservative talk radio. We called in and shared our uh, shared some of our uh, thinking on uh, the economic inequality uh, debate and uh, our uh, take on it. How we believe that uh, reparation for America's happiness had born prior to 1954 has to be a, a part of uh, of the solution. Absolutely. Uh, you're talking about uh, millions of Americans injured by 
uh, the oppressive laws uh, of the state. Of the state. We really enjoyed our uh, we enjoyed our uh, interaction with Herman. Obviously, that uh, the format that he has uh, set up in the rapid uh, fire portion of his program do not allow for any kind of serious uh, any kind of serious uh, back and forth on the on the a subject so uh, critical and uh, so uh, complicated as uh, as this I say complicated complicated only to those who uh, uh, don't take the time or refuse to take the time to uh, um, to study it, to look into it a little bit. I mean, it's not difficult for me. One of the injured victims of uh, state laws, federal laws, uh, prior to uh, 1954, I um, Understand it fully. Fully. Uh, uh, um, the fact that I w- was injured by the uh, discriminatory laws, and two, that I won uh, a case for that in 1954 when Brown set aside the uh, codified law, Jim Crow laws uh, of the South. I and prepare today to uh, petition the, uh, the court, both state of Georgia and the federal government, for those restitutions. I, I'm, I'm of the former, for, I'm of the firm opinion that uh, Thurgood Marshall had every right to petition the court on behalf of the some 20 million Americans African descent uh, who were uh, around then and. Uh, had been injured uh, by the uh, 14th Amendment uh, uh, violations. Um, we, as a sniffing, sniffing hostile about that debate, only trying to make the point to Mr. Kane that uh, my thinking on it is that uh, This, this pile of money in this particular group of people make up that uh, uh, moral, moral scale of justice that uh, they come into play in this uh, country, dealing with slavery and the, the math of it. That slavery, yeah, turned out that, that thing cost 600,000 lives, huh? That, the man upstairs had to get involved in that thing. That that's a moral uh, some kind of moral uh, equation that it has to be satisfied. Y'all don't know? <laughs> y- y'all y'all don't know that moral skill of justice that thing has to be uh, played out here. 
Definitely has to be played out some kind of way. You got Mr. K seemed to be worried about how in the world I would go or anyone would go about establishing a set price for reparations. Even if one did uh, contend that uh, reparation was low, in my book, Racism and Hate in American Reality, I have a formula. <laughs> I have a detailed formula on how I came up with the price. Everybody might have their own way. But I started from uh, the 500,000 uh, slaves here in Georgia who uh, was emancipated there uh, in 1865 at the end of that Civil War. Some 500,000 uh, uh, ex-slaves had a value. They had a value in 1860 to the state of taxable uh, income to the state of Georgia of some $315 million. It's on the books uh, in 1860. That taxable income is a value of that to the state. We ain't, we ain't talking about what the, the value of the slaves to the slave owners. This is the value that the state was extracting out of the slave owners for that human uh, property tax, some $315 million a year. I divided the 500000 into that $315 million. It came up with $630 per, per piece of human property that the state was getting. Yeah, that's value. Yeah, 500000 uh, slaves over here on this side of that uh, Scale of justice. So you got $315 million on the other side. That money, that money is balancing out the human collateral of this 500,000 uh, human collateral uh, pieces. That has to be in Dallas. That one was over that thing got out of balance. Due partly, in, <laughs> due partly because of uh, the separate equal laws. Took it away. Some of that, yeah. We, we can dig down further into this thing, and I do in my book, but that's the gist of my argument from uh, the $620 that that poppy, piece of poppy was valued at. Before the Civil War ended, that got taken away, by the way. I carried that thing all the way up to 1954. My 1954, I had a... I had uh, the dollar uh, reparation amount owed to each uh, a victim at about $10 million through uh, various uh, studies that was done through this some 90-year period of time of political purgatory. I had to value up to $10 million per person. Come forward from 1954 all the way to 2014. And we got another number here, y'all. We got a number. A number that uh, was put in place by uh, the Republicans in the House. Congressman Paul Ryan suggested that uh, we could cut out $2.5 trillion uh, from Medicaid over the next 10 years to somehow balance the budget. (laughs) 
Wait a minute. What'd you say? <laughs> Congressman Paul Rand, an officer of the state, want to take away $2.5 trillion from the poor to uh, balance uh, the budget. I looked at that. I said, wow, that's a, a curious number. Where did that number come from? Well, if you add that number, that $2.5 trillion, Divide that number by the 22.22.5 million Americans of Africa that said on the 1954 census, and you come up with that uh, $10 million figure for each one. So that that pile of money, now whether that's coincidence or not, I don't know. Uh, could it be something more? You know, we working with. <laughs> hey, hey, I don't know. But could that pile of money? Uh, Get that pile of money, that $630 back in 1865, that $10 million in 1954, that $2.5 trillion today be somehow, somehow tied together with the that uh, that uh, mass of human collateral on the other side of the of that equation. Remember, five hundred thousand humans on this side, human collateral, three hundred fifteen million over here today. That's what you got two two point five trillion over here. You got uh, forty one million over here. But that number has to stay in balance, y'all. That thing can't change. That scale of justice can't change. Uh, hey, y'all, we we rambling on here, talking about uh, the economic inequality. The Hushmo's take on it. Hey, it's what we do out here, y'all. We advocate... Uh, We advocate for uh, social justice on behalf of Americans African descent. Not because we don't love everybody, we love everybody. Just uh, we uh, find ourselves being one uh, one from that community, uh, advocating uh, in that way. And Lord knows we need all the advocacy we can get out here, yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Mr. Kane said that. Uh, to chase this, uh, this somehow, to chase this somehow uh, a dream of reparation is uh, exercising futility. Uh, and that's what I believe exactly. The powers that be want you to do. Uh, uh, that's not chasing, not missing uh, your injuries, not uh, uh, not petitioning the government for uh, injuries that it uh, uh, put on. There's a guy then the better. He don't even believe in the government at all. He got he got that raising his cow, feeding his cow off the public cross. Been doing it for twenty years. Uh, he brought in some rifles or somebody. 
he brought in some riflemen to uh, make the federal marshals get a man's cows back, and they gave them back. And uh, and somehow me <laughs> and <laughs> is not supposed to uh, uh, interject. Uh, Interject these uh, these entries into this uh, economic debate that's going on in the country that everybody's talking about, but they don't want us the injured to uh, to uh, take off their shirt and uh, show the scars of the injustices on their backs. <laughs> hey, y'all! Uh, <laughs> somehow, somehow that. Uh, does that seem right to anybody? Anybody that who who that seem right to? Wait, raise your hand. <laughs> Y'all in the peanut gallery. Do that do that make any sense? The victims of <laughs> uh the victims of the state, those wounded, uh, are to remain uh passively silent <laughs> while the conversation go on about this economic inequality and what to do about it. <laughs> they want the conversation to proceed void of the very ones uh, that was uh, uh, injured. Uh, the Hushmo say uh, uh no to that. <laughs> no, hundred uh, percent no to that. Uh, uh, so, so I suggested that we're going to involve uh, ourselves into that conversation. I mean, uh, it was also Mr. Kane. He made some uh, quite a few suggestions, suggesting that I take this thing forward on my own. If I have some particular <laughs> a reason or a piece of property that uh, has some restrictions on it. No. Uh, my property, property that I live, live on and own here in Atlanta, Georgia, had restrictions uh, that forbid its sale to anyone of African descent uh, prior to 1954. And that was for everybody <laughs> of African descent, not just for me, for everybody, including Mr. Kane. Oh, no, Mr. Kane. When uh, he came around in 1945, being of African descent, could not have uh, bought this property on which I live today. That injured uh, me and my family and Americans of African descent. That's not a hard. It's uh, not a hard concept to. Uh, To uh, uh, grass there, yeah. It's not a hard concept to to wrestle with. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, people can't seem to. Uh, Get their hands around. <laughs> hey, y'all! It's about uh, 
Oh, 22 minutes after service, even the ACL, y'all. We're going to take a quick pause for the call. We'll uh, catch y'all on the other side of the break. Y'all hang in there. You got me to hush, Mom. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmore Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturday, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here on Cyberspace.
many things, so many crazy things is going on out there. Ferry turned over. Over in South Korea. What's going on with the news, y'all? All the tragedies going on. No one seemed to be able to come out with uh, the correct story. The night that this ferry capsized, or the first night of uh, it being reported back here in the States, they came on the air and said that uh, the majority of the 300 people of passengers had been rescued off the boat. This was the night before now. The next morning, the very next morning, I wake up and tune back into this news story. There's almost 300 people still missing. 30-something dead, 300 still missing. The boat sunk. Boat gone now. Still almost 270 people missing. The captain, what what have happened to uh, the old captain going down, standing on the bow of the ship as it sank, trying to get every last passenger off of that thing? What have happened to that? Nowadays, the captain is the first thing off the ship. This captain is the first thing off of that ship, y'all. He got off the ship before the the one never one of the forty six lifeboats deployed. He got off the day before the first the only lifeboat deployed. They pulled him up out the water some kind of way. That's a that's a disgrace is what it is for that position of captain of some uh, ocean uh, faring uh, uh, vessel like that. That that's almost a disgrace. Oh, they got him locked up. They got him locked up, man. I'm thinking he's going to do some things. I mean, you can't uh, abandon that shit like that. 300 kids trapped down below. I don't know if they were trapped down below. In fact, they, uh, some said that, uh, why was he playing in so close? Why was he playing in so close? It's a routine ground out. I'm just looking at the baseball game you now. It looked like it should have been a routine ground out. The shortstop playing in at the grass. He got to be all the way back. Let him have that run. Come on. Trade that out. Trade that out. Three else right now. We gotta trade that out, y'all. So I'm saying, hey, <laughs> yeah, the the old days where when the Titanic sank, that captain went down with the Titanic, y'all. That guy stayed on that ship. He didn't never leave that ship. We don't have captains like that no more. We, they don't make. They don't make it no more like that. 
They'll get this captain over to this fair and torn up some passes on that. He's the first thing off the ship. He's the first thing off that ship, man. Something's wrong with that. Oh, they got him in jail. They got him in jail now. I don't I don't think. The whole the whole image of it stinks. Yeah, that thing just stinks. You got the captain of the ship. Now, the second time this happened, one happened over the last couple of years ago. Ship capsized over in the Mediterranean. Here comes the captain. He's first thing off the ship. They said, why ain't you on the ship there trying to get those people off there? So I ain't nothing I can do. I can supervise that job, I'm sure. <laughs> Oh, he's in jail too. Those are no way to re- no way to really weed those uh weak souls out from getting that job. I wish it was. Make you make you think that when you go to get on these uh cruises, just who's at the helm? Same thing with airplanes, though. They they really ain't uh told me enough about uh, what happened to Flight 777, yeah? They have not, they have not told me enough about what happened to Flight 
they drug him off that uh, public train, stuck him in a cold jail cell by himself. Effectively, separating all Americans and Africans out of uh, social society. Back in 1892, that occurred in the New Mm-hmm. That's what that Tessie B. Ferguson was about, yeah. Fourteenth Amendment rights, uh, and whether or not if you had a different color, uh, did that like protect uh, all your rights uh, equally. That court said that if you had a different color the 14th Amendment didn't necessarily protect you. And it didn't. It allowed for states and businesses, schools, and a whole host of uh, institutions throughout the society to discriminate against certain Americans because of uh, the color of their skin, harming them economically. Oh, just missed it, big boy. Just missed it. We uh, let's see. This is the second second show we've done since we've been to uh, Ohio. Next week is the 26th. That's it for April. That's it for April. We uh, it's going to be. I was talking to uh, my voice man, as I call him. He's going to try to get some new. Updated uh, drops in for my listening audience. Trying to spruce up the program for the spring. Hopefully we'll be working on that next couple of days to add a little uh, spice in our uh, Have a little spice in our uh, presentation. We think you're going to enjoy it. Harry Reid, y'all's under attack. He calls some <laughs> some fellow Americans a bunch of domestic terrorists. He was exactly right, y'all. Yeah. 
Harry's exactly right. That's exactly what he was. That's exactly what he was. The message terrorists threatening the lives of law enforcement, uh, law enforcement officials. Threatening the lives of law enforcement officers huh? out there in the valley. The government cannot allow that to happen. The government allow that to happen. This thing is no longer a republic uh, that we have. But it's nothing more than uh, a democracy operating under mob rule. It's a common old democracy operating under mob rule. That's what a democracy is. That's what we have here. We've got a bunch of got a mob, whether it's the Tea Party mob.
That was a pretty good run now. I'm you just uh, how much of the things that y'all do. I'm trying to write uh, some commentary. We just got the minutes of the rundown. Guys, I think the score from third on the ground ball to our sh- deep in the short. Our shortstop got one of the best songs in the game, y'all. A Drelton Simmons. Y'all may have heard of Bad, bad boy. Shortstop. Maybe the best in the game. Certainly one of them. Atlanta Braves, huh? We might win that thing this year. Maybe we got a leadoff man going. Maybe we can get our leadoff man going. I think he's going to do something special tonight. We'll see. I think he's going to do something special tonight.
one-sixth of the economy for the better, I might add. And uh, uh, stop letting these uh, Republicans uh, drive the agenda on that. Uh, on uh, Imagine what health care would be in this country had uh, the Affordable Health Care Act not been uh, pl- uh, uh, acted into place. Imagine what a country would be at had the uh, Affordable Health Care Act not been uh, uh, put in place, y'all. I don't know, my last 10 years that I worked, I retired back in 2007. I guess the last 10 years that I worked, health care for employees had, uh, I know it went up over 200%. I know it had went up over 200%. The family coverage that that was getting through the uh, company. Well, the cost of health care has uh, completely, uh, was completely out of control, you know. This is back in 2007 now. I mean, with this Affordable Health Care Act, uh, seemed to, uh, uh, the cost of health care is still rising, but at least it, uh, it appears to have uh, leveled off somewhat, or at least slowed down the increase that, uh, uh which it has been uh, increasing to for the last 20, 30 years. Welcome, y'all, to the High School Black Forum, where our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. Now, the session, sometimes we'll do it louder. We certainly don't like to uh, go there. like to try to keep everything on an even keel. Got somebody on hold out there, y'all. 314. We, we, uh, we're going to get to them if they just hold on. We, we read in the middle of uh, in between stops here, yeah. It's about uh, 10 minutes till, yeah. An hour eight in the ATL. Beautiful. Eh, I want to say a beautiful day, but it's kind of drizzle, drizzling here today, but. Uh, Temperature-wise, it's, I mean, it's a pretty nice day. I hear the ACL, uh, I have some 60 degrees, I mean, here now. That's, I, I don't think the temperature varies that much from uh, 60 all day. 75 Monday, we need to be on the, we may have to get out there on the golf course Monday, yeah. That looks like the only good day we got coming. I have to get back with the fellow and say we got we got to start playing golf by uh, by the forecast here. Look like Monday is going to be the day for golf, y'all. Yeah? It's going to be seventy here in the ATL. Oh yeah, we play golf too. We hack at it, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, we hack, we hack us now, <laughs> no doubt. But uh, we we do enjoy that thing. This year, this is the start of the season, although we play. Pretty much a year round. I mean, we may have taken a month off this year, but we try to play 10, 11 months out of a year down there. That guy came off. That guy came off the bag. That looked like. I don't know. It looked like that guy came off the bag. Uh, I'm looking at the ball game. That's right. Go out there and challenge, challenge that. Uh, looked like he came off the bag too soon. I don't know. Hey, y'all, we're going to take a quick pause for the calls here. 
check out who we got in the uh, in the room there. We'll be back. It's about uh, 10 minutes till the hour of 8 o'clock here. Y'all hang in there. You got me to hush, bro. Advocated on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Welcome back. Wow. I, I don't know. We, uh, you know, some matchup in baseball that just never seemed to uh, go your way. And I, I don't think, for some reason, we we play everybody else in the East pretty tough, but the Mets. Somehow we got this hang up with the Mets, yeah. I don't know, but uh, it's just a matter of time. I think we got a much better team that we jump all over these circuits. <laughs> hey, y'all, what's this got to do with anything? We're talking about economic inequality tonight on the Hushville Black Forum. <laughs> we all over, too, though, y'all. Hey, we got someone hanging on the line out there. We want to bring him on to get his two cents uh, worth in. Always have some insights, insightful uh, some insightful uh, perspectives on uh, uh, the news of the day. Let me bring him over here, y'all. Mr. Hey, Hushmo. How you doing? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing man, fine. I, I couldn't be doing any better. I, I discovered a new... Uh, I discovered a new uh, elixir that I've been uh, uh, drinking for the last couple of months, a new tea that uh, oh, yeah. everything from a common cold to uh, 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 mental illness. Yeah, you need a lot of that around. Yeah, it cures everything. It's a, uh, you ever heard of a thorn uh, or a crown thorn? You know what a crown Heart thorn is? A crown thorn. No, you know a, a thorn. Okay, you, you, you see the picture of uh, 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 J.C. of Nazareth uh, being crucified with that with that thorn around his head. Yeah, that's a crown thorn. Mm. I got one of those things growing in my uh, uh, front yard. I've been cutting it off, breaking the tea like you drink yellow root. Yeah. I've been drinking the tea. It seems like it's clearing up my eyes and uh, some other uh, uh, avenue maladies that I suffer. <clears throat> well, you better stick to that. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm going I'm to be drinking it for a while to see how uh, uh, to see the results of it. Yeah, the crown. Well, let me get to my. Huh? What you got? Go ahead. What you got to say? You ask let me get to my conversation here, man. Go ahead. Listen. You know how the government bombed black folks in Tulsa, Oklahoma? I sure do, yeah. You know how the government did with the syphilis experiments, and you know how the government do with spraying cities? And... Mm-hmm. i tell you something, Hushmo. I really stood shoulder to shoulder with Mr. Bundy out there in Nevada. Mm-hmm. He's a fine American hero. Mm-hmm. And the militia, those other Americans that traveled to Nevada to stand shoulder to shoulder with him mm-hmm. was fine Americans also. Uh, and he was in I, his right. I don't know, Mr. Pieke. I ain't, ain't banned that wholeheartedly myself. Uh, I, I, I'm going to have to come down with Harry Reid on that. Now, Mr. Bundy... What do you mean, come down with Harry Reid? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What are you, what are you saying, come down with Harry Reid? Harry Reid calling them terrorists. Those people were not terrorists. The terrorists were the people from the OBM. 
Absolutely. Those folks were terrorists. Those folks were They were not. They came out. Those folks were nothing more than domestic terrorists. Once they crossed that state line, coming to another state, about threatening the federal uh, 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 marshals there. Nevada is a sovereign state, man. You don't have to have apartheid-type. You have to have apartheid-type documents to go from one state to the other. And you can't. First of all, uh, uh, Mr. Biden been living off the public trough for thirty years. Come on, pay up. He was not. That land. That land. He had that land. His family. His family owned that land before Plessy versus Ferguson, man. His family owned nothing. His family owned. It did. The government owned all that land. The government put up on there. The government came from 1862. What's the name of that state? That's federal property. That's some stuff you got to do to keep that land. What's the name of that state, man? Huh? What's the name of the state that that's in? Nevada, right? That's a sovereign. That's a sovereign state. Federal government. The federal government need to leave that man alone. Talking about they're protecting the turtle. You know, the, government, the federal government owns half the land in Nevada, in most of those western states. That land is just half. Well, let me up. ask you something then. Let's look at this then. Harris Neck, George. Harris Neck, South Carolina. Are you familiar with that? I think I've heard of it. Is that not land that the government was supposed to be using that was it was African American land down in uh, South Carolina that the government was supposed to be using during World War Two for air uh, for an airline strip landing hey, strip. Uh, yeah, and you know what? And if I'm, if I'm not wait a minute, wait a minute, am I not mistaken that uh, these black people are still trying to get their land back? And ain't got that land back yet, Mr. Bianchi. We haven't got well, wait, so you mean yet. to tell me, so wait a minute now, hang on, hang on. So uh-huh. the government took their land. What is black absolutely. folks doing? Uh, absolutely, they took it. They're about to take their voting rights away again, or trying to. So how can you how can you be against Bundy when he's going chess up against the government, something that black folks need to be doing in South Carolina? Hey, hey the only thing I want from the government, Mr. B.A.K., is my reparation. We're not talking about you, uh, Hushmo. You got I, I Mr. Bundy, a fine American out of Nevada, and you got these black folks down there in South Carolina who's scared to say anything. But uh, No, uh, they they out there uh, advocating for uh, uh, their rights. They, they're not just uh, totally uh, in the dark on this thing. I mean, it's just the government. Well, what, what they need to do is take they, their dag on land. What well, is the government going to do? Wait till they all die out? That's what they're trying to do. That's what they're trying to do to every American born before 1954. They want all them to die out. So they're out and do you think that the militia would come, if if they put up a stance, I think the militia would come support them. Uh, I, 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 ain't, I ain't buying that. I ain't buying the militia coming across state lines. I ain't buying none of that. Listen, (laughs) they are American citizens, and they got a right to travel across state lines if they want to. Not with no assault weapons. They do not have that right. They can carry assault weapons. They can carry, carry, well, they can carry weapons. You allowed by the Constitution to transport weapons openly any place in this country. No, that's not true. That's not true. Open carry. Open carry. Why can't I drive my Abram tank uh, from here across town? 
They wasn't driving it in tanks, man. I can put a gun on my dash and drive all throughout this country. Nobody has no nothing to, to, to bother me about. It's out in the open. It's not concealed. Until you threaten a federal uh, law enforcement agent uh, with that weapon. Well, that's a whole different thing. The thing is, is that they was protecting their property. They got they sick and tired of that damn federal mess. Why don't black people, why don't black Americans protect their property down in Harris Neck, South Carolina, in other places? But see, you got yeah. this animosity against white folks, man. It don't make no sense. Here you no. got in one verse, and, and let me let me explain this. I'm, I noticed this, and I've been keeping notes. Black folks will bitch and moan about what the federal government do. They talk about secret societies. They talk about all this crazy stuff. But when you got somebody that's white that goes up against the federal government, now all of a sudden they demons. You just hate white folks. It don't oh, make no, no, no sense. No, 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 no. I, I, did you get my book? Do you have my book, Racism and Hate in American Reality? Because in that book, I explained my... I'm racism. not talking about you, man. I'm not talking about I'm talking about in general. I listen to this stuff all the time. Other people saying, man, why come them? Them was terrible. All that silly stuff. What about the black <clears throat> in Goldsboro, Florida? Yeah. When black men stood, when black men stood on Broadway Avenue with their shotguns in Goldsboro, Florida, Seminole mm-hmm. County, Sanford, Sanford County, and they stood on Broadway Avenue, confronted the fl- the Klan who was talking about marching through their neighborhood. They told the Klan, "You ain't coming through our neighborhood." Was those black folks terrorists? Absolutely not. They were terrorists. The Klan. Well, well, why come you can't say they was? Hey, Mr. Pianki, hold up now. We got to compare apples with apples now. We got to compare apples with apples here. The Klan just wanted to march. Those black folks were set it up in self-defense. Those folks out there in uh, Nevada would cross the state line for some uh, uh, some, uh, 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 notion that the federal government doesn't exist. Come on, that's a whole different, listen, uh, listen. Uh, the Klan, all the Klan was wanted to do was march. They wasn't going to go in there and tear up no shoot nobody, nothing like that. Are you saying they don't have shooting and hanging and uh, uh, listening? Uh, uh, the Klan wanted to march. The mar- they wanted to march that's down the street. They haven't hung, killed, and uh, 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 blown up uh, people before? If, if, if somebody had done that, then they should have been brought to justice. Who's to say that some of them that wanted to march was involved in that kind of stuff? All they wanted to do was march. The blacks stood there with shotguns along Broadway Avenue and told them, you can't come this way. I don't know. Uh, now, the debate that's going on in the country about this economic uh, inequality, that's what that's what we, we're talking about. That's what I'm talking about right now. That's what I'm trying to... Uh, well, let's uh, talk uh, about some economics here. You okay. got a case where this black woman who's going to receive 4000 some dollars on her income tax return, and you got Social Security taking her money because of something that her mama done when she was a kid. Now, check this out. The reason they're doing this is because in the 2008 farm bill, somebody added a sentence in there 
a whole other piece of legislation in there that the Social Security Administration looked at and said, well, we got a right to go after these people beyond the statute of limitations. <clears throat> but check this out. Who added it into the IRS code and when? And I didn't say they added it into the IRS code. I said they added it in with the 2008 form bill, which Bush okay. didn't sign, by the way. How now, did it become law? He it became law. You know, it, it becomes law whether he signed it or not after a period of time. Now, right. check this out. The Tea Party's platform is against that type of activity. They say that a bill should have no unrelated attachments to it. And I hear y'all talking about, black folks talking about how demonized the Tea Party is. Well, if the Tea Party, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If the Tea Party had had their way, that farm bill never would have contained that unrelated legislation in it that's causing this particular black woman and other people, they don't took over 500 some of me, why in the heck you going to take some money from a woman based on something that her mama done when she was a minor child, five years old? Hey, hold up, Mr. Bianchi. Hold up. Hold up now. Hold up. In 2008, uh, the Tea Party wasn't nowhere in existence. They didn't affect any kind of legislation. So this wasn't no Tea Party thing. Tea Party didn't have no effect on, on this bill here. Not in 2008. They came along after this black president took office in 2009. They, uh, Not only, well, do you remember a contract with America, don't you? Uh, 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 yeah, that was in 96. Well, contract for America, the people that were proponents of contract with America had the same sort of platform. Mm. The same sort of platform. Matter of fact, it was identical. Mm. If we want to demonize these people, say, oh, they're Republicans and this, that, and the other, if if they had had the opportunity to establish themselves and control portions of the government, that sentence would have never been included with the 2008 Farm Bill where now it's causing people havoc. They're taking people's money. This is crazy. This was an elderly woman, a black woman, that I'm making mention of, but it happened to many other people. I, 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 heard, I heard something about that case myself, Mr. P.A. But y'all don't I, want to talk know, about that. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I just don't know the full details of the farm bill and how and who uh, put that uh, a part in it. Well, so read we, the details. Read the story, well, then, Hushmo. It tells you. It tells you what. It tells you how they came about to to uh, position themselves to do this. I know. It is totally wrong. I know. In two thousand eight, the Republicans had the control of Congress. Them and uh, 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 President Nixon. I mean, Bush. Some agency done it. The IRS said they didn't do it. No, no. no the Social Security no. Administration said, "Well, we didn't do it." Hold up. We had a Republican-controlled uh, uh, Congress and a Republican president in 2008. Now, come on. That, that don't mean, listen, Bush did not even sign the bill. I don't care what Bush did. This is under, what, what happens under Obama's watch? Everything is on him. Everything that happened under Bush, including 9-11, by the way, is on Bush and the Republicans. Well, we can say that, that the NDA is under Obama, too. See, I hear y'all talk that stuff. I hear people talk this stuff. But see, I like to challenge folks on this. See, I know the history. I know what's going on. 
I like to put people in their place when they be coming out with that old uh, demonizing one group. Whereas it's nothing wrong with what these folks are doing. They exercising their their constitutional rights. Hey, that's what, uh, you got that's the what you had the government. Listen to this. the government setting what they call free First Amendment zones, a little area that if you want to uh, shout, if you want to pass, uh, show your banners, they got a little bitty area that's about a half a mile away from where the action was. They don't want you taking pictures. They don't want cameras or nothing. They say your First Amendment zone is right here. Now, don't tell me that ain't against the Constitution. What kind of mess is that? I don't know what government uh, set this up. What government? It was there up? on Nevada. Oh, I, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, you know what, Mr. Pianki, I'm involving myself in my advocacy right now in the, uh, my uh, quest for uh, reparations for, uh, for first of all, me and uh, uh, my people. Man, that, black that, folks that, ain't getting no reparations. How in the world, black people gonna get reparations for what? For 14th yeah, Amendment, I, I, I'm asking for, for 14th Amendment, though, rights uh, uh, violations. I was just, I personally was injured. I was born here in Georgia, Mr. Pianke, in 1945. And for, uh, for the first nine years of my life, up until 1954, when Brown set it aside, I had no 14th Amendment protection in the state of Georgia. The state you did have, you, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. What you said, well, then you need, to, you need to sue the state of Georgia. What are you going to sue the federal government for? Listen, because Plessy was a federal law that codified all the state laws. I saw both of them. You can't, and you're right. I can't sue uh, one without the other. I'm suing and asking for reparation for both of them. Hey, listen, well, go this ahead, then. This is nothing that I have to relitigate. I'm Good. already litigate this case. That's what Brown was about. Brown wasn't just about school integration. Brown was a Brown was a Brown was a sad piece of legislation Brown, too. Brown wasn't just about school integration. Brown set aside all of the Jim Crow laws. Uh, of that Brown Brown was a sad piece of legislation. It cost black people thousands of dollars in loss of jobs, principals, superintendents, and teachers. It was a bad, and you have yet to recover from that economic loss because of Brown. That because, was silly. Because you know why? You know why? Because uh, a third grade marshal did petition that court in 1954 for uh, financial reparations that mounted into the billions back then. Hey, listen at this right here. This is on my property uh, plaque right here, Mister Pianki. Listen to it. This is on the property that I own and live on in Atlanta, Georgia. In 1930, this was placed on this property, this restriction right here. Uh, no sale or resale to anyone of African descent. Uh, uh, this property could not be sold or resold to anyone of African descent, which meant I could not have bought the property that I live on today because of this restriction that the state of Georgia upheld. I could not have bought that, uh, this property. Well, they they listen. They they done away with covenant restrictions. Covenant <laughs> restrictions. They had covenant restrictions here in Missouri too. That was done away too. I forget which done. It might have been in the 1957 civil rights act. I'm just telling you the history of Georgia. This was done away with in 1954 by Brown. Brown set this aside. <laughs> this is one of the injuries that I suffered. Just one of them. 
Because also the same restriction that restricted me from purchasing real estate that I wanted also uh, allowed them to gerrymander, gerrymander, conduct home conductor districts under the same uh, uh, precept of not uh, uh, allowing sales to. Well, you got you got you got uh, Democrats gerrymandering when they redistrict right now. <laughs> This is legal stuff that's on the books that we're talking about here, though. What are you talking about? Yeah, now, well, you, uh, good you luck then. I, I, I wish you luck at it. I you wish did. you luck at it. Well, I want your help. I want you to say, were you born before 1954? I'm down here in, in I'm up here in Missouri, I, man. It don't matter where you are. If you were born before 1954, you was injured by the same separate laws that I suffered. No, there. I was, well, well, I was a child. And when I got to the point where I could buy houses anywhere. That's all. If you were born before 1954, you belonged to a class of Americans who was injured uh, uh, by the separate equal laws, period. Yeah. Well, anyway, I just wanted to let you know that I stood with Mr. Bundy. Okay. I also and you, actually, you, uh, you have every right to do that, but don't go out there with no uh, uh, M16 uh, and, and start aiming and threatening a federal official. Don't do that. I got a concealed carry in Missouri, which is probably recognized in Nevada. I have to check and see. But don't you go out there carry If I go through Illinois with my concealed, if I go through Illinois, I can't conceal, but I can set it, I can set it out on my seat of my car or out on my dash. But don't go out there with your long rifle and, and assume the prone position and, and take aim at the federal officials because it could precipitate something like Waco. Well, then they just, then what, what they should have done is got it on because some people were serious. If you're well, gonna yeah, come in there trying to take our land, then we we gonna support it. We not we gonna we not gonna stand that. That's one of the reasons why come they want to have gun control in this country. They want to disarm Americans. Americans ain't gonna disarm. Harry Reid said, who's talking about disarming? They got a billion guns in the country. Who's talking about disarming them? <laughs> hey, we already know that, Mr. Pianchi. They got a billion guns on the street. There's no way to disarm them. Hey, Mr. Pianchi, I appreciate your time this evening. And you know another thing. The federal government don't cut their damn grass. They should be happy that you got cattle in there grazing, keeping the grass low. Uh, hey, Mr. Bundy is uh, uh, Mr. Bundy owes me money for grazing on my property. That's what he. Owes. Mr. Bundy, Mr. Bundy he has put money. that money in escrow, and he said he's going to pay it to the state. That's if he's going to pay it to anybody, he's give it to the state. No, he ain't gave it to him in twenty years. They're not building. It's in escrow. It's in escrow. They've been building there for fifteen years, uh, Mr. P. H. The man ain't paid up yet. What's up with that? That was me and you. We'd be in deal. If me and you owe that money a rest of the day, you kind of not paying your property taxes to see how long they Well, uh, black folks won't do anything, man. I ain't going to say that. You, you, uh, uh, you, you all we want to do is, is uh, bash white folks on both sides all around. I can't understand it. Here you got white people that's going against the government that you always bash. Uh, and they won, and we criticize them for winning. Uh, what uh, sense uh, does that make, man? Think about uh, that. I don't know now. I, like I said, a lot of your argument, I'm not. Uh, I'm not debating. I'm gonna give you a premise on a lot of that stuff. I'm not uh, debating on uh, all the stuff you're talking about. I, I do. I do uh, 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 disagree on the fact that uh, the militias that came in from out of uh, out of state uh, 
uh, was breaking the law and was nothing more than domestic terrorism. I agree with Harry Reid on that. Mr. Bundy is a private citizen out there on this property. Well, when Al Sharpton and them come, and when the when blacks went down in the Mississippi, when blacks went, wait a minute, wait a minute. When blacks went down in the Mississippi on those voters things, when they went down in Mississippi trying to make whites to uh, let blacks sit at their lunch counter, was they not terrorists also? Absolutely not. Absolutely They were not. terrorists. Absolutely not. Mississippi had a They were terrorists. Life. You're making people do something that the law stood behind them on. No, 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 no. Brown, t- uh, Brown set aside all that in 54. The Civil Brown didn't do nothing, man. What are you saying, Brown? Brown was based on se- the, the, the desegregation of schools. It didn't integrate schools. It was talking about desegregating schools. With all deliberate of- speed. Brown set aside... Uh, the codified uh, Jim Crow laws of Plessy. One of those was school integration, you're right, but it was much, much more. Uh, it was much, much more, Mr. Piaki. So that, hey, hey, that was just one of the things that it did. That's stuff you're talking about. And, and, and that was, and, and see, here's another thing. Brown was not a piece of legislation. It was a court ruling. I know what it was. Based on the court, the Brown was a Brown was a court ruling based on the lawsuit that went on in Topeka, Kansas. It didn't have nothing to do saying that black, white folks got to all of a sudden uh, do this and do that. It was based yes, it on did. a lawsuit in ah, Topeka, no, Kansas. No. no, yes, it did. It told white folks there to uh, uh, make sure black folks there. Hushmo, the courts cannot pass legislation; they only rule. <laughs> And the rule under the 14th Amendment was already passed. People have been breaking and taking them away. That wasn't about passing no new law. That was about enforcing the equal 14th Amendment protection, Mr. Piaki. It ain't got nothing about. Uh, come on now. We ain't talking about Brown passing anything. It's enforcing uh, the stuff that Plessy had taken away. The 14th Amendment rights protection for every uh, a citizen, regardless of race, religion, of uh, uh, whatever. Yeah, that's all it's about. 14th Amendment protections. Forget that writing new law or do anything. Hey, Mr. Bianca, it's been nice. i got to let you go. I'm right up against it. Did you get my book? All right. Did you get my book? All right. Yet? Send a copy out there to Bundy. He'd probably like to read it. I'll send him a copy. You pay for it. Hey, hey, you send me, drop me fifteen dollars in the mail. I'll send him an autograph, uh, autograph copy. Make it out to him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later. Absolutely. Bye, bye. Hey, y'all. Uh, we <laughs> we have so much fun with Mr. Bianchi. He kind of get carried away, but I mean, I don't know, uh, Mr. Bundy. I ain't going for that. I, I, I'm coming down with Harry Reid on that now. I'm sorry, but that's what it's got to be. I'm coming down with Harry Reid on that. We got a bunch of domestic terrorists out there threatening uh, the uh, authority of the government. We can't. Uh, we can't have that. Hey, y'all. We got to take another quick pause right here for. See if we can get something paid. I don't know what. <laughs> y'all hanging there. We'll be right back. It's about 25 after the hour here, y'all. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here 
in cyberspace.
Trying to get through this evening, yo. Wow. I'll tell you fast when you uh, are having fun. Uh, we look up and raise us up in this thing here, yo. Two wounds, some kind of way. I found out that. Uh, This was really a crazy. Some kind of a crazy. Just uh, was messing around with uh, uh, and got uh, the thing from uh, Delta Airlines uh, talking about uh, my frequent uh, flyer miles was about to expire, and I had thirty days to. Uh, I can use them by uh, ordering all these magazines. You know, they're trying to give you something. Like, yes, I don't know. I don't know. So I ordered them. I must have ordered about eight magazines. It was about six or seven weeks ago. These things are finally starting to hit my mailbox. And one of them is that We you know, always got it. Always got it. It's just about to be the right. Save me around. So somehow I I got them. My son Charlie got lettuce in there. Man. This is the uh, I don't know what edition this is. It must be the latest one. Where I think it's uh, May edition. Yeah, they actually get lettuce. Great way boys just make their heads all off. I'm not so yeah, household, but check her out. Get her. Great, great voice. Yeah, you better get down with something. You're going to get to it. I'm going to spend a mile. Hey, we're trying to get a hit. I 
We, uh, yeah, I, uh, that, that was still, uh, just, I'm not advertising for anybody y'all out here, but, uh, this lady has a beautiful album, Oldie album, by Lost in Madison. Go check it out. Uh, it's got some 18 pieces on there by her. Great, great, some back. Lattice, Miss Lattice. Love her voice. Love her voice, you know. They got a chick on here, uh, and, uh, well, she. Okay, let's go,
don't know. We've been on a road here. Where it's exploded, I should say. <laughs> hey, that's where you at. Mayor Bloomberg going around talking about he's kicking in $50 million to fight the NRA. I applaud his efforts, so we We need, uh, we need uh, people like him to turn money in uh, to uh, get some kind of sensible uh, gun legislation passed. Everybody want to run on and that's too many guns. It's a billion guns in the studio. We, there's too many to try to disarm, but we've got to have some physical gun laws to make these good deals. Too much craziness going on. Too much craziness going on, yeah. I applied to Mayor Michael Bloomberg's message. Fifty million dollars. We don't know how far it goes, but then. Uh, but the star, I'll send them a few dollars to the phone. Everybody do we can do a great at 50 million. It's 50 million. So where's the call? Hey. The Ukraine situation is getting more and more dire. I don't think they'll ever fan. I don't think they'll ever fan that uh, that big old plane, yeah. That big old seven seven seven. I don't think they're ever gonna fan that thing, yeah. I'm starting to have some crazy doubt. I'm starting to believe that thing may have landed somewhere. Short of that, uh, I guess I'm gonna fall in with the UFO uh the alien group. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I'm not falling with the alien theory. <laughs> if they can't tell me nothing more about what they happened to that big old plane, though. I'm sorry. I don't know. Get his cattle graded on my property. 
Dogs Day at uh, City Park up there in New York. Folks have their dogs all wrapped up. Seem to get those scores to drop out. Well, we can't seem to do anything with the lottery, y'all. It's not a very uh, good way to uh, make a living, I can assure you of that. Of course. We're going to keep uh, putting out a few nickels into it. You can't uh, ever hit that thing if you don't ever play it, I suppose. There's one way to look at it. Although these things are not set up for, uh, they set up for the states to make money here, y'all. This thing is set up for states to make money, lotteries are. They've been had a lottery in Georgia since 1757, some of the crazy stuff. They had a lottery around this place and was no more than nothing more than a colony, a British colony. It's always been a, a pretty effective way for the government to uh acquire money. Folks are always looking to uh get rich off some uh Game of chance. Folks are always looking for some way to get rich off some game of chance. That's all it is. Struck him out. Struck him out. Struck him out, man. We like this new picture we got, y'all. We picked him up. Irvin Santana. Picked him up on, uh, picked him up on waivers. Uh, no, 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 no. He was not on waivers. He was 
free agent. He was out there on the free agent market. Somebody had uh, uh, didn't resign him. And a $14 million pitcher right here, y'all. We got him for one year. $14 million pitcher right here we got. That guy, uh, looks like he's worth every damn of Huh? Looks like I, I think he's worth every damn We'll see now. Obviously, it's too early to tell. This is his third star. I, I think he, he's one and no, he's the one woman. Well, one and no. Didn't get a decision on the game that he should have. But, uh, or is he two and no? Uh, what is he? I know he won the first game. It's eight and no here then, and then it's six. This guy's tough, yeah. This guy's a real pitcher. Hey, I got him. This guy's a real pitcher. Wow. Now, like I said, we still got some ways to get a ways to go before we make it the final call, but if I'm the brains by July, this guy's still pitching on the at the on the level he's pitching at, I'm giving him a hundred million dollars for the next five years, telling him to don't go nowhere. Go look for these real estate that sell down here for the next five years. Go buy you a lake on the house. Go buy you a lake on the house, son. You don't need to do anything else. We got a spot for you right here. Have to bring the smaller that's what they do. I signed this boy to a five year contract right now. Peace, boy. Fairly young, 29. Hello, Chris. Hit that ball. Who they got in there? They changed pictures. Like they changed pictures. Said, Y'all, I can't, I can't see who's in there, but looks like a mess done changed pictures or something. Uh, yeah, still look big. Really Does look like cologne? Yeah, still cologne. That's still cologne. That's why I don't get it around no Chris Chris and hit that ball. If he uh ah, he ain't got a little while though. He certainly ain't got a little while. He certainly has gotten a little while, y'all. Hey y'all. Boy, this night has gotten away from us, y'all. Anybody going to Easter Sunrise service? Hey, y'all better, <laughs> y'all better be looking at the bill. Now I know some of y'all getting in the street. Ain't about that. 
didn't uh, achieve that success. And a lot of it had to do with the oppressive uh, separation law. And Carolyn then, then uh, in some way, fortunately, <clears throat> Mr. Kane, even me, um, broke away from, got away from all the negative, uh, the most devastating uh, impacts of those uh, separation laws, and went on to achieve a modest. Uh, in my case, a modest uh, outcome. In Mr. Kate's case, a great, great successful outcome. Yeah. So, still doesn't negate the fact that both me and Mr. Kane was injured by oppressive state. Because the laws took away the 14th Amendment rights. This is a fact. When we, we cannot have a conversation. We can't just be the object of the conversation that everybody was talking about while we remained invisible. I speak on behalf of my ancestor spirits who was voiceless. <laughs> I speak for those people. I speak for those spirits. I, I can't uh, sit idly bound aside and remain uh, speechless while this conversation is being played out in so many, uh, so many uh, people in my family are subjected to uh, the discriminatory laws of, uh, of the country injured by those laws. Hey, y'all. Uh, we read up on it, yeah. Boy, how time flies when you're having fun, y'all. Just two hours just uh, stepped away from us this evening. It's been my pleasure being with you out here in the cyberspace. We come to you on Blog Talk Radio, y'all. Check us out on our website, hushmoblack.com is my webpage. I got a blog there. Go to my blog. I post from my book. I post uh, uh, once a week uh, excerpts uh, from my new book, Racism and Hate. I haven't got the new one up for this week. In fact, I think I might let the excerpt eight one uh, another week. It uh, has this great, great essay or petition that W.E.B. Du Bois presented to the United Nations in 1947. Now, if y'all haven't uh, went out and read it, download it and uh, check it out. It's heavy. Critiquing uh, the plight of uh, America's African descent in that, uh, up to uh, that period, 1947, during uh, separate equal. Great, great uh, take great, great take on uh, where we were and uh, is a, a great, great, uh, uh, makes a great, great case for a reparation back then. Yeah. yeah. And today? And today? 
Just about going to do it for us, y'all. This Saturday evening, April 19th, 2014, y'all. We're going to come back next week and uh, do this thing all over again. Same time, same place out here on Blog Talk, y'all. Until then, y'all uh, be good and uh, ciao. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com. <laughs>